By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 107.1. You know what? That song is all about Shelly Barr because she is larger than life. Yes, larger than life. Larger than the arch. Larger than uh, Bigfoot out in Pacific. She's larger than life. Well, thank you, Brad, I think. <laughs> you are. Yes? You, well, you always talk about how your mom used to talk about how you were so large, you know, and as you go through the years, you became larger to the point where you are like a force to be reckoned with. My mom did think that about me, <laughs> that I was a force to be reckoned with. She yes, did. I bet she did. Okay. She... How- she uh, Felt it necessary to apologize for my behavior, but but she expected nothing less. Hmm. How tall was she again? Five foot one, soaking wet. And she wore a size four shoe? Four B, yeah. Four B. And how big was your dad? That was probably when she was like only 89 pounds. Wow. How big was your dad? He was just normal size. I mean, like six feet tall or something like that. Yeah, or? he was he was about six. Okay, six. One. I used to work with a woman, and I think she's still around here in the St. Louis area. Wonderful woman. used to, Used to work at KSHE for a long time. Then she worked at the old KSOQ. Sherry Cliff. You ever heard of hear, heard of her before? I've not. Sherry Cliff was I, I think like five foot even, and probably weighed. What'd you say? Your mom weighed eighty nine pounds. Yeah. I mean, Sherry Cliff was like five foot tall, maybe weighed ninety five pounds. Okay. Yeah. Then, then she got pregnant. And after she got pregnant, you know, I mean, obviously she gained weight and stuff like that. But when she gave birth, she was down to her original weight pre-pregnancy. and Before she left the hospital, yeah. I mean, it was crazy. I lost 40 pounds in the hospital. Well, no, you didn't lose 40 pounds. I did too. How did you lose 40 pounds? Was, your, was, your, was, your, was, was Tiffany 39 pounds when she was born? No, but you lose you lose your baby weight, a good portion of it, while you're in the hospital recovering. How long were you in the hospital for? Three months? Five days. <laughs> oh, that's that's back in the day. Now you go in in the morning, give birth at noon, you're out in the afternoon, right? That's mowing the, the lawn. Yeah, yep. right. It's the new way of you know. <laughs> I I found it years ago, and I can't find it anymore. Uh, but I found the bill for the birth of my brother. And it was like in 1963, okay, my brother. And the whole bill was like including labor and delivery, blah, 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 was like, I think, $350. And she was in, the, and my mom was in the hospital for like four days. Matter of fact, I someone posted this. Let me see if I can find this again. I, I, I took a screenshot of this because someone posted a similar thing. It was like, let me see if I can find it. It was pretty interesting. And let me see if I can find it. Put this up on online if I can find it. It was like I think a, they posted a, their birth certificate. No, no, they posted their mom the bill for their for their their birth. Oh, funny. Yeah, their mom had it. Their mom had it in in their like in like in her files, you know. And this was like the hospital bill. Let me see if I can find it. It was pretty interesting. It was the hospital bill for for their for their you know their birth. And uh, I'll look for it. Uh, maybe I'll find it later. Uh, but it was the same thing. I think it was like 1943. Now, it was interesting. My, the one I had for my brother was done on like an old computer, you know, like the old, you know, the old style computer. But this one was handwritten. This was some hospital. I think this was up in. Oh, here it is right here. Okay. Here it is. And it shows McKeesport Hospital. So isn't that? Yeah. McKeesport, Pennsylvania. 
Okay, the birth date was February 4th, 1943. And this is the receipt, okay? <laughs> Are you ready for this? Received of Eleanor Davis, $29.50. And it, it itemizes it. Room, and, room board and nursing, ten, uh, $10.50. Delivery room, $10. <laughs> Anesthetic, $5. $5. Laboratory exam, $3. Drugs, $1. $29.50. Can you believe that? Well, back then, um, board and, every, and everything was. She was in, that was considered in, inflated. She was in ward one hundred and one, boarded nursing ten dollars and fifty cents, delivery room ten dollars, anesthetic five dollars, la- laboratory exam three dollars, drugs a dollar. What drug could you get for a dollar? Isn't like an aspirin like a hundred bucks in the hospital now? It is now. It is so crazy. Breathing the air is like a hundred. You know, it is just so crazy. And you know what? I say it is. I heard a guy who's much smarter than me say, here's the problem why the medical expenses have gone out. You know, and, and I can't remember who told me this story. Every time he went to the doctor, he had insurance, but he said, I want to know how much it is, how much of my visit today, because I, and he'd pull out like a wad of hundred dollar bills. He says, I want to pay for my visit today. And they would say, well, uh, we don't know what it is. And he and he said, uh, he says, and it was pretty interesting. He said, if I go to Walmart, I know exactly how much I need to have to go to Walmart. Because when I check out, it tells me that I have $52.36 worth of stuff in my, in my cart. If I go to a restaurant, they give me a menu that says, hamburger is $10.99. You know, steak is $24.99. You know. How come you don't have a list of prices? And I thought to myself, you know, that sounds so simplistic, but think about it for a minute. And not only that is because most people don't pay for their own medical, so they don't care. Insurance is going to pay for it. You know, I don't care. You know how it is. I mean, if if something happens to your house and you're not insured, oh, my God, you're going to get out your hammer and saw and you're going to fix that hole in the roof yourself, you know, the hole that the storm caused. And But yet if... If the insurance company's paying for it, you want the top-of-the-line shingles. You don't just want them to repair that hole. You want a whole new roof. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) When somebody else is paying. They must be calling Frederick Roofing. Right. For a a hole in your roof, for a whole new roof. Isn't that amazing? Frederick Roofing. Yeah, isn't that amazing? And you know who does those commercials? Who? My brother. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's on those commercials. He sings? No, no, no. He's the announcer dude. He's not the singer. Oh, okay. The I'm singer, like, huh. The singer is, is a lady from 1930. They recorded that commercial in 1930. That's long. You I'll, know that there there was a lady um, that was alive in, in the movies that sang for all of the beauties that couldn't sing. Well, that's very common, isn't what is what's what is doesn't Kristen Bell do that? I know she's the voice of something in one of the Disney things, but I, somebody told me she's in she's in other things as well too. Matter of fact, you know you know what you know what? I know who that woman is that you're talking about. You, she's a real person. She oh, was yeah? a real person. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Matter of fact, I've got a clip of her singing. You want to hear it? Do I? Yes. Okay. I were a pony when you Oh my gosh. And she sits there and she goes like this with her with her neck. 
Wash me down. <laughs> you don't like that vibrato she throws in there? It's like, whatever. Don't you think she's got a good voice, though? That's the lady you're talking about. It is not. That's Queenie McKeesport. It is not. It's Queenie McKeesport. I'm telling you. she's been She's done all sorts of stuff in the movies. Matter of fact, there are movies like, for example, like The Big Stars. Like yes. Like when you see Madonna on stage. Oh, that's not true. That's not really I'm Madonna. I'm going back way before Madonna was even born. Well, but this gal's been around a long time. She's done this for like, I think she's 120 now. She's done this for a long time. When you see. I mean, she, she really did. She did it for Jane Russell. She did it for Marilyn Monroe sometimes. I she did. She be... was like the voice of a thousand women. Wasn't though it wasn't it like I wanna be loved by you and you and boop boop bee doo. Wasn't that wasn't that Marilyn Monroe? Believe it or not, I have that song. You ready for this? I do. You're not you... I am. <laughs> Hold on, let me dig it up here real quick. I think this is Marilyn Monroe. Are you maybe it's that lady you talked about? Hold on, let me find it. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna laugh when I when I, you're gonna go like he doesn't have that. <laughs> he doesn't have that. Hold on, let me see if I can find it. Uh da, 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 da. let me go back here in my albums. <laughs> you're gonna laugh when if, if I can pull this off, you're gonna laugh. Or aren't you? You're you're not gonna believe I I have this, do you? Hold on, let me see if I can find it. See which file it's under. I, it I got surprises it. me what you have. <laughs> I've got it in the have. album here. Hold on, man. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, where is it? Uh, man, I got too many albums there. Uh, okay, yeah, here it is. Okay, you ready? Okay. Okay, <laughs> you're not going to believe it. Here we go. You ready? Uh-huh. Okay, here, hold on. Here we go. Hold on, my phone's... Hold on, I got it. Hold on. what's going on here? It's not playing. Hold on. Oh, hold on. Here, here. I want to be loved by you alone. And you didn't think I had it. Here, play the whole thing. How did you get that? You didn't think I could play that, did you? I, I really, I, I had my doubts. I'm so sorry that I, that I doubted you. I'm not worthy. There it is. I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. Don't even think about it. Look, everybody's entitled to be an idiot. <laughs> Thank you, Brad. I got all kerfuffed. <laughs> Brad, quit playing that because it sounds naughty and it's not. What? That so sounds like Adam Sandler. I got all kerfuffed. <sighs> what? I learned how to drive at very low speeds and I learned to put my feet down. I would stop the bike and not put my feet down. If you can get it up, if you can pick it up, I'll let you continue. I got kicked out of the safety class. What? <laughs> that was all in one show. That was the yes, honey, that I was, know. That was the mother Thank load. You. The mother load of Shelly drops. Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> you and, really liked that episode, oh, didn't well, you? Well, you can't believe how many people have said to me, hold on a minute now. Okay, Shelly said... She fell over on her motorcycle because when she stopped, she didn't put her feet down. And these were people who were not motorcycle people. These were, I think, you know, like, it's like, it's like, 
You can translate a motorcycle to a bicycle. And most people go like, okay, so when you come to a stop, you know, as you're coming to a stop, you put your feet down, you know, right before the bike completely stops. Otherwise, you fall over. How come she didn't do that? I don't know. It's Shelly. <laughs> so how many people have asked you that? Uh, well, yesterday, interesting. Yesterday, it was only 352, but today they're still counting the ballots, and we're using the Arizona people. <laughs> You're funny. Yeah, we're using the Arizona people, so I wouldn't it's be... It's the Chad. Can, can you believe this unbelievable stuff in Arizona? And you know what? No, I don't know what's going on. Here we go. Oh, it's like they're still like yesterday they announced there's 650,000 ballots they haven't counted yet, and they might get to them by Tuesday. I'm going like that's a week after the election. And then this goofy thing... All you have to do is they, if they ever talk about doing ranked choice voting in Missouri again, like they have in the city of St. Louis, which is crazy, all you have to do is look at Alaska. They have this and this goofy thing about they have what they call the first round and then they have the second round. It's like, what? You know, is this like is this like the NASCAR championship where, you know, you got to qualify or something like that? I mean, it's bizarre. Alaska still doesn't have their their votes done yet because they've got ranked choice voting and they still have to go through. They just finished first round. Now they've got to figure out second round. It's this crazy, complicated deal that if you get so many votes in first round, you go on to the second round. So in other words, let's say there's four people in the uh, running for an uh, office, and the first round they, you know, you throw out the two lowest ones, and then the second round you go through and you figure out who. It's like okay. Why can't you just say yes or no? You know, yeah, either Jim or Bill, you know, either Mary or, or, or Joy. You know what I mean? Like, you know, vote for one, real easy to tabulate. It's just nutty. The thing in, in, in Arizona. What I don't understand is why they don't have this. I mean, they people have been voting for a long time. And why they don't have this electronically fixed well, to where it, it, it will actually do what it's supposed to do and calculate calculate the ballots part of it is why some of this stuff i is, don't understand well some of this stuff is carryover from the 2020 election where we had the covid thing you know now in arizona it gets bizarre because of the fact that the reason they're swamped is i read some number it was like crazy it was like on the day of the election you know you could you know you could mail your and that's the other thing i think it's arizona i have to go look at that where you can mail is as long as you're 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 the mail-in ballot was postmarked by the day of the election, in this case, November 8th, they have till tomorrow to get it in the mail. So in other words, you could have gone to the post office on Tuesday and mailed your ballot on Tuesday, election day, and they give it, what, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, five days? So in other words, if it doesn't, so in other words, they can't even begin to finish the votes until tomorrow or Sunday, if they work Sunday, which I doubt they will, because remember this is the government. You know, you go to, the only place that's open on Sunday or Saturday is is the post office. Every, everything else is closed. Um, you know, that's like if you go to Jefferson City on Saturday. You know, you could fire a rocket off and not hit anybody. You know, down there. But anyway, uh, it's like okay. And the the deal on in Arizona is supposedly like I think like a hundred thousand people showed up on election day. Not to vote, but to drop off their their ballot in person. In other words, they were mail-in ballots, but instead of putting them in the mail, they just showed up and dropped them off. And they were, like, overwhelmed by this. Like, okay, whatever. You know, the crazy thing about this is, can I make my suggestion? There's, We had it last month, this crazy, you know, controversy with Columbus Day, okay? Let's take Columbus Day 
and we'll make everybody happy. We won't, you know, for the people that get mad because they hate Columbus because he was a terrible guy who, you know, who, who tortured the Indians and made them, you know, you know, cut their hair and made them shave and stuff like that, which is sort of interesting because most Indians don't shave. Did you know that? I did, actually. Yeah, okay. Anyway, at least the male Indians. Uh, here's what we need to do. We need to repurpose that holiday and make it Election Day. And we could call that Indigenous people slash Columbus that class slash voting day. So everybody gets a day off. So there's no excuse. You can't, well, I couldn't make it to the polls. I had to, I had to work in the state of Missouri. I think it's a law that you, they, your boss has to give you, I think four hours off. Yeah. That it wasn't the government. Yeah. And they and gave you the rest of the day off. Did, did you know the schools were closed on Tuesday? Did you know a bunch of I, schools closed on Tuesday? I did. France. I'm going like, what is this? Why? Because people are voting at the schools. But no, most of the places moved out of the schools because of the COVID thing. Mine moved into one. Well, mine moved out of one. You know, mine moved to. I went to the same polling place for years in a school. They moved out because of the fact that this the school kicked them out because they didn't want to. You know what they didn't want? What? Here's what they didn't want. Get in a long tube with a bunch of demons. <laughs> That's what they didn't want. <laughs> the voters were demons. <laughs> Brad, Brad, Brad. Shelly, we're going to... Oh, look, it's 6.30. Oh, we're going to have fun this morning, aren't we? We're going to have oh, fun today. Are. It is 6.30. It's Friday. I'm going to do my old Bill Bailey impersonation. Oh, morning. 107.1 Westplex 107.1. Get the hell out of bed. Suffragette City. How do you like that for a Friday song? That was a good Friday song. <laughs> where'd Dave, you meet? Where'd you hear that one? David Bowie. God, you know, I mean, you go back and and you know what's interesting, you go back in history and David Bowie. People go like, oh my God, this is terrible music. What is this like punk or something? I mean, what is this? It's horrible. Uh, and now people, it's like you you walk through Walmart and this is playing on the background system in Wally World. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like how I do. how things have changed. You know, I remember when Huey Lewis and the News first came out, and people were going like, "Oh, I don't know about this new group from San Francisco, Huey Lewis and the News." And now it's like you know they were like uh, the 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 music from what was it, uh, Back to the Future and stuff like that. God, how yeah. things change. Yeah. What's wrong? I'm just waiting for you to say something. Ladies, I said, yeah. Ladies first. You know you know my, my motto. Whatever man uh-huh. can do, woman can do yeah, better. Yeah, that's you all over. <laughs> yeah, all over. Can I tell you something? Please. I'm a little upset. Matter Why? of fact, I'm a little upset because I think I was discriminated against last night. I think someone saw me coming and they didn't want me to come into their restaurant. How do you figure? I was working late last night. And, yeah. you know, working and come back through St. Charles County, you know, was out at the one transmitter site. I was out at Crapville in the wonderful town of Crapville. Uh, by the way, and it is true, uh, despite when people say that, say, I'm not telling the truth. I've sold the crap transmitter site. The Hoffmans are buying it. They bought two of the Goodyear blimps. They're going to use the two towers there at the crap transmitter site as their mooring. To dock them. Yeah, as a mooring poles for the two Goodyear blimps. They're going to give tours of the wine area. Anyway, uh-huh. I'm coming back from the crap transmitter site. So, and I come through St. Charles County, and I'm going like, man, Freddy's is calling my name. So I stop the one right there in Mid-Rivers Mall Drive, your favorite Freddy's. Shelly called me all the time. Brad, can we go to the Freddy's? How about the one in Mid-Rivers Mall Drive? I go, Shelly, I mean, I've been there three times this week. Oh, you know, you know me, Brad, I can never get enough Freddy's. So I... No, that's actually not how it goes, but <laughs> yeah. okay. The parking lot is fairly full, 
okay? The, yeah. The drive-through is lined up around the building, and the parking yeah. lot. There's probably 15 cars in the parking lot, and as I walk up, you know, it's dark by then. It's like seven o'clock. You know, I walk up, and there are probably eh, 10 tables of people inside the Freddy's. So I go up to the door, and it's locked. And I think, oh. That's actually against the fire marshal Well, code. I'm going like, I pull on the door, it's locked. And there's a sign on the door. Somebody has typed out on their computer. It says, sorry, due to shortage of staff, our dining room is closed. And I'm going like, okay. Now, hold on a minute now. I'm looking through the window, and I see like 10 tables of people inside eating their delicious Freddy's food. And Ugh. yet the door is locked. I, explain that to me. I, you know what? I don't have to explain it. It was to, you. It was me. And they saw yeah. me come and they go, oh, it's that guy. Oh, it's that guy it's that, that sits there and listens to our, it's, it's that, our, it's our that guy. announcer and it's, puts him on the radio, right. unbeknownst to him. <laughs> oh, oh. I miss our guy. Oh, Shelly's thrown down the gauntlet. Oh, let me see if I can find it real quick. Oh, here, here we go. Uh, is it this one? Hold on a minute. Let me see if it's this one. Is it this one? No, it's not that one. Hold it, baby. See, I need to get my I need to get my my list done. Um, think? Uh, is it this one? Before you got in this program, if you take a test where you're taking cocaine or not, what do you think, huh? No, not that one. Here we go. Here it is. Yes, number two ninety orders now. Please guess number two nine zero. Yes, number two nine zero. I'm all <laughs> the guy's got style. He could be like some guest number two ninety. Your food's ready, but no. Instead, he's got the gusto of work. He's got the Freddy's gusto. I'm telling you, yes. he was loving number his job. Number two ninety orders now. Please guess number two nine zero. He's got the Freddy's gusto. You know, Shelly. You know, I I have to tell you. Shelly can't get enough of Freddy's. She's like, you know. That is not true, and you know it. One day she said to me, she says, Brad, I heard Freddy started in Wichita. I go, yeah, that's where the franchise started. I go, and she says, you know what? This weekend I'm not doing anything. I'm going to drive to Wichita and have an original Freddy's burger from the original Freddy's store in Wichita. I go, really? She goes, yeah, I'll stay in a hotel overnight, and I'll go back on, on, on Sunday for lunch. I go, no kidding. Wow, you are a Freddy's fan, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, what I said was, if we go to Freddy's, you buy me lunch. If we go anywhere else that's palatable, I'll buy lunch, is what I said. Palatable. Because I don't like Freddy's. What? <laughs> Hold on a minute. I, I got I to get this on a real quick key, you know, because. <laughs> Why, that I don't like Freddy's? No. What? <laughs> you said something. I gotta hit that thing real quick. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. You know what? What? I have to do something here in the studio. So we're gonna break a little early for once in a blue moon because I have to do something in the studio. And I tell you what, I have to do in the studio right after we have done. Okay. Okay. It's six forty-two. Okay. <laughs> it is BS dot show. Tommy James. You know he's still alive. Seventy-five years old. Old. I didn't turn you on. What'd you say again? I forgot to turn you on. I'm sorry. That's what she said. <laughs> Go ahead. 70, um, 75? That's not very old. I mean, you know, I was 75 12 years ago. And you still act like a child. <laughs> Something wrong. Nothing wrong with that. Okay. I have it right here. I've done my research. You ready for this? Uh-huh. This is the reason I found this. This is on several websites this morning. The reason they're still counting votes in Arizona. Okay. 
Uh-huh. It's a sort of a celebrity thing. I don't know if you know this or not. First off, they put John Fetterman in charge, and they're still looking for instructions. Biden is there helping but keeps getting distracted by sniffing ladies' hair. Bill Clinton is there walking around with a cigar. Hillary Clinton is there busy looking under tables for votes for her. Nancy uh. Pelosi is walking around eating ice cream and not counting any votes. And Ariana Grande was going to be there, but they found out they weren't serving any donuts. So she wasn't going to be there to lick donuts. Did you make that up yourself? <laughs> no. Did somebody send that to you? Yes. <laughs> the smartest man in the world, info dude, Mike Otten, sent that to me. It's pretty funny. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> no, no. Mike Otten, you're a hoot. See, what? what's crazy about this is, okay, I don't know how many people are in the state of Arizona. If you pull out, you know, Flagstaff and Phoenix, there's not many people in Arizona because almost right. all the population is in those, you know, the big two cities, okay? I think Arizona is like, a tenth the size of the state of Florida population-wise. Because Florida's like, I think Florida's the third most popular state now. I think it's like, I think it's it's lost, I think it's California, New York, and Florida now. I'll look that up. Um, how in the world could they count the vote and be done like two hours after the polls close in Florida? And a week later, you know, they say they probably won't have the vote, result of the votes. And the crazy thing about it is this deal with Carrie Lake, you know, who's, who's running for governor, and... It's like one of them has like 50.1% and the other one has like 49.9%. It's like, holy cow. And what Carrie Lake is complaining about, the lady she's running against, I think her name is Kim Hobbs. Kim Hobbs is currently the Secretary of State. And you know what the Secretary of State does in 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 Arizona? No. Runs the elections. So she's saying, hey, oh. hey you know, in other words, it would be like if you and I ran for office... But I got to count the votes. <clears throat> I think one for Shelly, two for Brad, one for Shelly, three for Brad, one for Shelly, four for Brad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it wouldn't necessarily be fair. You think? This, you know, I have to tell you, you think, I, and I got sucked in as well, too. You read the polls. It's like, go back to 2016. The polls, up until like noon on election day of 2016, November or whatever it was, Hillary Clinton was, you know, she was already, you know, figuring out how she's going to rearrange the Oval Office. And, you know, and she's going to figure out, you know, Bill was going to be really called the first man and, you know, the first lady and figure out, you know, where his humidor for of all cigars was going to be oh, put in, in, in White House. And almost every single poll said, oh, Hillary's going to win by 20 points. Donald Trump doesn't have a chance. And I tell you this, and this is true. She won by the... Uh, no, she didn't. No, she did by the popular vote. Yeah, but once again, and then she didn't but, by the elected. But that's college, our goofy system, college. you know. If, if, if you know what's what's the old saying, you know, uh, live by the sword, die by the sword. If and because the reason for that is the reason they put the electoral college in, which once again these brilliant guys, that, which is a, a reason, you know. Well, two hundred years ago, no, but not now. But it's still now. Because, because how do you figure? Even more than ever, if you go back in history, go back two hundred years, I think it's like ninety-five percent of the population of the United States lived in on the East Coast in the big cities. Okay, once back then we didn't have fifty states, but think about it: if you lived in Missouri, you lived like 
I mean, you talk about flyover town, you know, flyover country now. You lived in Missouri, you know, 200 years ago. You know, we just had our 200th anniversary last year, you know, 1821, uh, when, you know, Missouri was, was made a state. Okay, if you lived in Missouri 200 years ago in 1822, there was nothing here. You know, I mean, there was nobody. I think the, I think the population of the city of St. Louis was like in 1820 was like, you know, 10,000 people. Okay, but yet New York City was huge. You know, Pennsylvania. Uh, uh, Philadelphia was huge, you know, up and down that Northeast corridor, those cities were, were huge. So in other words, the majority of the population was in the Northeastern corridor of the United States. And the reason they did this was the electoral college gave states somewhat of an equal representation. It's just like, for example, I don't know if you know about this Wyoming, every state gets two senators. You know how many representatives Wyoming has? How many? One. Which is sort of interesting. They have two senators, but one representative because by the population standards, they don't have enough for two. Because we used to have nine, uh, we used to have nine representatives uh, in the state of Missouri, and wasn't that we lost? We we wasn't that we lost population. Our population pretty much stayed the same. What happened was other states got bigger. So when they did the uh, you know the thing where they essentially reapportioned the uh, uh, House of Representatives seats, we yeah. lost one. So we used to have nine. Now we have eight. And it's done on a percentage. Each, each, you know, each person is I don't know how many hundreds of thousands of people. I don't know my math that well. So the problem is that you got some states that got together. Now, once again, the reason that Florida, I think, has got their act together is because they got spanked back in 2000 with this crazy weird vote. Because they got spanked. Well, no, they got spanked because of the fact that that was the goofy vote with George Bush and 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 Mr. Hockey Stick. You know, you know who Mr. Hockey Stick is, don't you? Um. Al, Al Gore. You know why they call Mr. Hockey Stick? No. You ever watch his stupid movie? Does he have a movie? Inconvenient Truth. This is the one that started the whole, you know, the green environmental thing. He yeah, has, that was just his handlers. He has all these graphs, and they all have hockey sticks. So in other words, the idea is if, take a hockey stick, put it on its on its side, and with on the left side the handle, the right side being the blade of the hockey stick pointing up. Okay, all his graphs show. Well, here's here's the last 100 years, and if you notice, the temperature's been flat for the last 100 years, except for the last 10 years when it's hockey stick up in the air. So you know, the idea, all these graphs show that like bulk things are like changing like rapidly. Okay, okay. Once again, I'm not a climate denier. I do believe that man has an impact on our our climate, but not like what they say. You know, once again, I give this example all the time. I get people that get mad at me, and I say to them, hey, you ever driven along 270 right there, like uh, north of 44? Yeah. You ever look at those rocks? They, they cut through the rocks to put 270 there? Oh, yeah. Guess what? Guess what kind of rocks those are? Those are sedimentary rocks. Oh, yeah? And your point? They were put there by water. Okay, think about that for a minute. <laughs> down in the valley, if you, go, if you keep going south in 270 and you go west in 44, you're down in the valley there. It's the floodplain there. That's where the Merrimack River is, okay? We talk about the Merrimack River flooding. Where the rocks are there in 270, it's like 200 feet above the Merrimack River. So once upon a time, the river, you know, the Merrimack River was like not even a river. It was just part of like a big old ocean of water, okay? So guess what? No people around then, no cars, no trucks, no buses, no airplanes, none of that kind of stuff. So how in the world are we responsible for all this crazy? And, you know, once again, the climate changes all the time. 
Daily climate change. You know, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start doing that. Daily climate change. Hey, you know what it was yesterday? DCC. <laughs> Daily. Here, like for example, here we go. Yesterday. Yesterday was like 82 degrees. Okay. And let's look at the weather. Yesterday was. We have a high of 82. Today the high is going to be 42. Okay. Daily climate change. Yeah, the high is going to be 55 today. Yeah, but this only pertains to Missouri. No, pick a city. Missouri's here, got here. the weirdest no, weather. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's pick a city. Kansas City. You know what the temperature is in Kansas City right now? No. It's 26. The high in Kansas City is going to be 38 today. As a matter of fact, it's 26 on the other side of the state right now. It's 26, right? And think of it. We're on the other side of the state. It's 44 right now, and we're going to have a high of 55. Kansas City, it's 26. They're going to have a high of 38, okay? And what's interesting is yesterday or tomorrow in Kansas City, uh, let's see what I can't go yesterday. I can't go back. Let's look. Anchorage, Alaska. You know, right now, get this. It's warmer in Anchorage, Alaska than it is in Kansas City. How's that for some climate change? How's that possible? It's 39. It's 29. It, that happens quite a, quite frequently, actually. It's 29 degrees in Anchorage, Alaska right now, and it's 26 in Kansas City. Think about that for a minute. How's that? Nope. The climate change. Daily climate change. Mobile, Alabama. 65 right now. Pensacola, Florida. Pensacola, Florida. 66. Let's do one more. Paradise. Paradise. Guess what the temperature is right now? You know what paradise Paradise what? Paradise. Don't you know paradise? No. Paradise, Nevada, a.k.a. Oh, okay. the, the Strip in Las Vegas. Because remember that, I did not know that. Yeah, we've talked about that before. It's Winchester and Paradise that when you when you were at the big hotels on the Strip, you had like all the new places like Bellagio and places like, like that. You are not I in... I was you're not, a city called... Started starting with a C. No, Winchester and Paradise. Matter of fact, when you are at the airport, which they renamed, and I can't remember who's it's the Harry Reid Airport now. When who's you're, Harry Reid? He's the senator. He used to be. Once again, they got rid of McCarran because once upon a time, McCarran said he didn't like he didn't like soul food. So you know, oh my God, he said he does like soul food. We got to kick his name off the airport. Well, it is a learned food experience. I was kidding about that. But, you know, once again. Well, it is. You know, don't you find it fascinating that we're constantly revising our history? For years and years and years. We didn't used to. Yeah, now we I are. Know, but now it's we're crazy. changing it. Right. You know, we don't like Columbus take a statue down. You know, we don't like the Civil War. You know, once again, those who fail to learn from history are bound to repeat it. You know, I mean, in my life, there are times I look at stuff and I think to myself, okay. Why did we do things like this 10 years ago and we don't do it anymore? You know, like, for example, next hour, I'm going to tell you <laughs> all this crazy weird stuff. Racist. Shelly, you're a racist. What? You're a racist, Shelly. I'm not. You're a white supremacist. You are. No, I'm not. And see, I'm a person of color. I'm, I'm, oh, God. <laughs> Whatever. It's the wrong color, Brad. I am S20-6D, otherwise known as OS4-6, or otherwise known as Cinnamon Crunch. I'm not a white dude. I'm a Cinnamon Crunch dude. You're absolutely not, and I am not a racist. <laughs> you are. Shelly, you're a racist. Do you have any Nike? No, I'm really not. Do you have any Nike sneakers? I wasn't raised like that. Do you have any Nike sneakers? I do. You're a racist. Do you have any Adidas Why? sneakers? Um, no, I do not. You're a racist because you don't have Adidas sneakers. If you weren't, if you had Adidas sneakers, you wouldn't be a racist. See, you have you have Nike sneakers, you're a racist. You have Adidas sneakers, you're not. I don't like this conversation. Can we change it? Oh, yeah. look, we have to. It's six fifty nine. 
It is 6.59. Uh, and it's time for break. It is BS.show. You know what? On Friday, I try to put you in the best possible mood. You know what? The best possible mood, and I pick music, which I think will put you in the best possible mood. How can you not like that song? Yeah, I know it's been around for a while. Denise e. Williams. He's sort of weird. She once upon a time her name was spelled with two e's on the end, and I think she changed it. So she's just Denise Williams. Denise e. Williams. What an incredible voice she has. Anyway, I think that's soundtrack movie from uh, Footloose, movie I've never seen. Anyway, it is seven oh eight. Lots of stuff to talk about this morning. <coughs> Hold on, a minute. I got a cough. Yes. <clears throat> Yes, I have this crazy cough, which I can't get rid of. And um, it's weird because of the fact that I go to bed at night, I don't cough. I lay there all night long, don't cough. I get up in the morning for like an hour, an hour and a half. After I get up, I have a cough, and it goes away. (laughs) I have no idea what this is. Maybe I've only got, you know, 21 days to live or something like that. Uh, lots of stuff going on in the news. We still talked about this last hour. Shelly and I talked about the deal with the uh, the crazy de- deal going on in um, Arizona with the ballot counting. Um, somebody sent me something. Parent, here we go. Uh, we talked about this the other day, and there's more information about this. Meta will lay off 11,000 employees. Um Facebook parent Meta on Wednesday said is laying off 11,000 employees, making the most significant job cuts in tech giant's history. The job cuts come as Meta confronts a range of challenges to its core business and makes an uncertain and costly bet on pivoting to the metaverse. Yes, I don't get it, and most people don't. It also comes amid a spate of layoffs. Hold on a minute. A spate of layoffs at other tech firms in recent months on the high-flying sector reacts to high inflation, rising interest rates, and fears of a looming recession. This radio station and most radio stations, our biggest competitor... Our competitor is not the Viper or Camo X or, or WIL or anything. Our biggest competitor is Facebook because everybody's into the thing. Oh, my God, have you had on Facebook? Oh, my God, Facebook. Oh, Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. Guess what? It's not working like it used to because they keep, they keep tinkering with the algorithm. They keep, you know, like I'll give you a personal example, okay? The crazy thing with algorithms, and now there's problems, all sorts of weird problems with Twitter. We talked about that as well since, you know, what's 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 Elon Musk had it for like 10 days now or something like that, and the wheels are falling off already? Okay, one day, back like a couple years ago, I had like almost 3,000 followers on Twitter. The next day, I had 1,200, okay? How did I lose 1,800 followers in one day? Just disappeared. And if you notice... When this crazy thing, when it first came out that that uh, that uh, Elon Musk was going to buy Twitter, all these people who like were not, you know, like liked by the Twitter ownership, you know, mainly Republicans, overnight their Twitter followers, some of them doubled overnight. Now, why? How's that possible? You know, it's just crazy stuff like that, and. The way it works is it's all the algorithm stuff. And they dial this thing in to the point where they know how old you are. They know where you live. They know where you're traveling. You know, how, how does, how does, you know, how does it work that you get off the plane in Chicago and they tell you, you know, your favorite restaurants down the street on Cicero? You know what I mean? How's that possible? Well, because it's all the algorithm. They're, tra- they're tracking you. They know where you go. They know what stores you go to. They know what you buy. They know what you eat. They know who you go around with. They know what kind of car you drive. Once again, to me, it's scary. Um, I know someone that just recently got their insurance changed and was one of these deals. Hey, plug this little thing in underneath the dashboard and you'll get a 10% discount. 
Well, they rate you on how you drive. And in, th- in this case, this particular person, every day uh, when they drove, it told them, okay, you went a little bit too fast around that curve. Oh, you didn't complete make a complete stop at that stop sign. Oh, oh, you passed that guy on the shoulder. Oh, not good. I mean, talking about scary stuff, you know, I mean, do you want that kind of stuff in your life all the time? Do you want somebody with their, you know, looking over your shoulder 24 hours a day, seven days a week? I say no. And what's happening is, this is my own personal opinion, you can go along with it or not, that's the whole deal behind this deal about having a cashless society. They want to know exactly where you're at, what you're doing, where you're spending your money. If you got cash in your pocket, you go into a store, the bill's 19 bucks. you give them 20 you get your change back, nobody knows you're in that store, right? Okay? But not only that, being on the business end of it, like for example, we, have, we sell advertising and we have certain packages that are on our advertising package page, okay? KSLQ.biz, also Westplex 1071. If you go in, there's an advertising section. You can buy advertising on these stations right now. But if I sell a package for like, let's say $100, I don't get $100, I get $97, because so-and-so got my money. You know, in other words, it's went through the PayPal or whatever it goes through, Stripe, stuff like that. So in other words, but if somebody walked, if somebody buys $100 worth of advertising from me and they show up at my front door, hey, Brad, I want to pay you for the advertising. Here's a $100 bill. I'm going, like, man, that's great. I just got $100. But once again, they don't want you to have that money because A, they're not making money off. The banks aren't making money on it. And B, you know, they're not, you know, they're not tracking you. So I don't want to sound like I'm some kook Maybe I am, but <laughs> it's one of those things that's where it's just like sort of like, okay, I- I'm sort of like done with it. You know, one of those things. Okay, a uh, couple things to talk about. Uh, I saw this yesterday, and I'm going like, I don't, you know, this is an interesting story because this involves a woman basketball coach. Her name is Tara Vanderveer, and one of her one of her people, and she's a basketball coach, and this is she's talking about a popular gymnast named Olivia Dunn. Now, what's interesting about this is this lady, her name is, once again, her name is Tara Vanderveer. She's a legendary Stanford women's basketball coach. She's not happy because of the fact that she's upset that LSU gymnast Olivia Dunn, not the same school, but essentially she's saying this is going to kill women's sports. If you know the story, Olivia Dunn, is a gymnast for the LSU, and she's taking advantage of NIL. And if you know what we're talking about, this is the big thing that just kicked in this athletic season with the college players. It's called name, image, and likeness. It used to be that if you played college basketball, any kind of a college sport, you had to be a true amateur. You could not make any money for playing. Remember, if you go back, if you know your history, that's a whole Jim Thorpe deal. He got his Olympic medals taken away from That's a whole other story. Okay, but you can't be like somebody can't say hey hey you know uh, you know olivia dunn show up at our car dealership and we'll give you a thousand dollars for you telling people to come in and and buy a new car from us back in the day that was illegal you couldn't do that now it's legal olivia dunn has made and once again i think she's 21 she's made two million dollars with her various sponsorships such as her active uh, activewear brand i guess it's viori v-u-o-r-i viori American Eagle and Planet Fuel. Dunn is also signed to one of the biggest agencies in WME Sports. Get this. Dunn boasts more than 6.2 million followers on TikTok, 
2.3 million followers on Instagram. Once again, she, uh, she's 20. I thought she was 21. She's 20 years old, goes to school at L- LSU. She is a gymnast. It says the 20-year-old at times posts sca- scantily clad photos and videos, which is partly the reason why her brand is as incredibly successful as it is. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. And it goes on to say, Vanderveer, a staunch supporter of women's rights who is, was inducted in the Basketball Hall of Fame, said she saw the trend as, quote, a step back for female athletes. It's interesting. She says, quote, I guess sometimes we have this swinging pendulum where we maybe take two steps forward and then we take a step back, she told the New York Times. We're fighting for all the opportunities to compete, to play, to have resources. Once again, she's talking as a woman. To have facilities, to have coaches, and all the things that go with the Olympic caliber athletes. But she goes on to say, uh, this is a step back. She's saying that by this Olivia Dunn making all this money, uh, essentially being an athlete, but essentially being in college. Can you imagine that? I mean, making $2 million. Dunn told the paper she's proud of what she has done, being able to accomplish with the floodgates opening for NIL deals. Quote, seven figures, she said. That is something I'm proud of, especially since I'm a woman in college sports. There are no professional leagues for most women's sports after college. I agree. That is a problem. And I'm to the point where I'm going like, okay, it's going to change sports. Already has changed sports. There's, I can't remember. You know, it's, if I was more of a sports fan, I'd be able to name, tell this guy. There's a guy that plays for Mizzou, football player. I think his name is Luther something or other. Maybe the smartest woman in the world knows who I'm talking about. I go to Schnooks the other day. There's Luther staring at me on a on a pack of potato chips. Okay, Luther, they're they're old Vienna Luther, whatever his name, Luther Vandross. No, he's the singer. Anyway, Luther, whatever his name is, uh, he's on a, a pack of potato chips. Then I go online and I see an ad for an attorney, and it's Luther shaking hands with this attorney. Yes, when I get when I want to sue somebody, I'll use Joe Smith, attorney at law. I'm going like, okay, hold on a minute. <laughs> Maybe that's the problem the, the Mizzou Tigers have in football is the guys are making too much money and they're not really paying attention to playing the game because they haven't had a very good year. Although, it's interesting, Eli Drinkwater, I think that's the name, Drinkwater, uh, anyway, he just got a contract extension. He's going to make like $6 million. And talking about money, you know what, politician, it pays to be a politician. I don't know if you've heard the story or not, sort of interesting. The city alderman, St. Louis City, they're making, I think, like 35000 a year right now. They put a bill. They're going to vote on a bill of raising their salary, okay? They're going to double their salary, to, actually more than double their salary, to over $70,000 a year. They're going from $35,000 a year to $70,000 a year. Don't you wish you'd go into your boss and say, hey, boss, you know, you're paying me $30,000 a year. Yeah, what do you want? I want $60,000 a year. Well, that's double. Yeah, that's what I want. If you don't pay me, I'm leaving right now. What are the aldermen going to do? Go on strike? Not pass any bills? Not pass any new laws? We'd better bear off that way, right? <laughs> I say right now the Missouri legislature is not in session. Things are good. They're not screwing things up. They're not putting new laws into effect and things like that. But when they go back in session, the wheels fall off. It's 718. Shelly, you know why I played that song? Why? Because that's Gretchen Wilson. She's celebrating because she won re-election as, mayor, excuse me, as governor of, of Michigan. I'm telling you. She's the original redneck woman, and I'm telling you, she's celebrating because she beat Tudor Dixon. Now, first off, I love that name, Tudor Dixon. See, I wish I had a weird name. You know, I mean, you these do people have a weird name. No, I mean, I, people have really weird names. I mean, Brad is a somewhat common name. You know, Shelley's a somewhat common name. I want to be no, like. No, it's really not. Like, it isn't. It hasn't been until recently. No, there's lots of Shelleys out there. Shelley Fabre, remember Shelley Fabre? I do, and that's pretty much the only Shelley or Shelley Winters. It was me, Shelley Winters, and Shelley Fabre. There's Shelley Belly. There's those jelly beans called Shelley Bellies. No, they're not. Yeah, Shelley Bellies. You ever had no, Shelley Bellies? No, they're Belly? not. You ever had Shelley Bellies before? 
President President Reagan used to eat them all the time. Give me some Shelly Bellies. That's not what they're called. Yeah, they're called Shelly Bellies. Okay. <laughs> Are you going to leave on me again? Might. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. <laughs> um, <laughs> there, you, hold on. <laughs> okay. You know what I've been doing between breaks this morning? What? Eating pizza. Now, good for you. Well, can I tell you something? What? I'm seriously considering going on another diet, and I'm seriously considering going on the Domino's diet, eating nothing but Domino's pizza. Because not only, well, no, no, not only is it's it's a it's an equal. You know, there's bread, there's vegetables. You know what? There's not because you know what? Tomato sauce is not a vegetable; it's a fruit. Did you know that? No, but if you get mushrooms or, oh, or man, olives or onions, yeah, those gotta, are vegetables. No, you gotta have you gotta have pepperoni, okay? Yeah, pepperoni. That's, I, the, that's your protein. Like like I've told you before, you know my story, and sometimes people don't believe me. I'm a connoisseur of fine fast food places. I can you tell are. you I can tell you that which is your claim to fame. I can tell you which restaurant has the best French fries, I can tell you which one has the best hamburgers, and I'm talking restaurant in chains. In other words, I can tell you which McDonald's is a great McDonald's. I can tell you which McDonald's is a bad McDonald's. I could tell you which there are two Domino's pizza places that always get my pizza just right. And the rest of them all suck. Okay? The one in Washmo and the one on St. Peter's right there on Pizza Row. You know what I'm talking about? Right there on, uh, what do they call that? Uh, St. Yeah, Peter's Parkway, whatever Harvester, it is. But yes, I yeah. know Pizza okay. Row. Okay, where there's a Domino's, there's, what is it? A pizza Domino's, Hut, Emo's, a Pizza Emo's. Hut, and and a Papa John's. All like, matter of fact, there are three of them, yes. I think, that are right next to each other. Blunk, blunk, blunk. And then there's like a couple stores, and then there's like the Pizza Hut, which is a couple doors down, okay? Blunk, 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 blunk. Four pizza places in a row. That place always does it just perfect. And I have to tell you, this is me, you know, I, and I found, matter of fact, they, they, they changed, they cheapened up the coupon. If you look real hard, you can get some real deals on Domino's websites, okay? They used to have a large three-topping pizza, $7.99. Now, here's what I do. I could eat that pizza for three days because what I do is there's eight slices on it, okay? So you figure that on, let's say, and this is, this is what happened to me. I'll bear my soul and I'll tell this story. I went there Tuesday night and I sat in the parking lot and I bought a large pizza and it was $7.99. They used to be three toppings. Now it's just one topping. But still, you know, hey, what the heck, one topping, $7.99, okay? So eight bucks for my pizza, okay? I eat two pieces in the parking lot. I bring the other six pli- uh, other six pieces back, okay? So then that was Tuesday. So then yesterday I had lunch where I just warmed up a couple pieces of pizza. There's four pizzas gone. Yesterday, for breakfast, I didn't tell you this, when I'm on the air, I had two more pieces of pizza for breakfast and some Little Debbie's for dessert. And then this morning, I finished the pizza, and I had two more pieces. I just finished them, okay? So one pizza that cost me 8 bucks essentially provided me four meals that cost me $2 a piece. Now, that's pretty do- good, don't you think? Especially when you go to the store now and like a loaf of bread is $42 and, you know, yeah. a bunch of bananas. milk is nine. Right. I mean, like a bunch of bananas, bananas, which I'll never eat, is $32, you know, and you go back to the meat counter and they have easy payments now on the meat, you know. I mean, like, yeah. 
you know, a pound of... We actually get bananas and just set them in the same place and let them rot. And then go back and get the same, some more bananas and let them rot. Why do you do that? Because we just don't eat them. Then why do you buy them? I don't. David does. Does he like them? Yeah. But does he, he eat them? Not like he should. Does he eat any of them? Some. Maybe one or two. So he buys a bunch of eight bananas and eats two? Yeah. Why would you do that? Can't you just buy a couple it's bananas? It's just the thing we do. Can't you just buy a couple bananas? Can't you just buy a couple? They charge you like by the pound, don't they? I don't know. I don't shop. Can't you just yank it? You don't shop at all? Not grocery shop. When's the last time you've been in a schnooks? Seriously. Years. Come on. No, what? Seriously. The last time you've been in a schnooks at any kind of grocery store has been years ago? I, I don't go I don't go grocery shopping. So last time you were in years so in other words, you're telling me in the last two years you've not been in a Schnooks or Deerbergs, a Shop and Save, any of those kind of places. You've not been to Whole Paychecks or anything like that? To who? Whole Paycheck. Don't you know what Whole Paycheck is? No. <laughs> That's the other diet I'm gonna do. <laughs> I'm gonna do the whole What's Whole Paycheck? Whole Foods, get it? Whole paycheck. Oh, yeah. because you know it really is expensive. Oh to my eat God! Natural, well, it, you it's, know, tell me about healthy. it. And you know what's interesting? I read this thing yesterday that talked about all these terms that people call things which are not regulated by the government, and they can say whatever they want. Like for example, I think it's to the point where what was the thing that talked about? There were like five terms that like people use in the food business that are unregulated by the government and you can say even though they're not true you can say like like you know uh you know uh you know sun-dried or something like that sun-dried means they had a light uh, they had a light that was like a sunlight you know like it was like a light in a in a room and they turned this big old light on and it pretended it was the sun so those are sun-dried raisins they're not really sun dried in the sun you know what i mean I mean, there, and there's all sorts of crazy stuff like that. Like, for example, organic. I think organic is the term you can call organic, and it still, can still be like 85%, you know, like made in somebody's basement chemical kind of stuff. Like, you know, like like a Breaking Bad kind of the dudes making it down in a lab somewhere. You know what I mean? Let me look that one up. Term organic. I've never seen Breaking Bad. Uh, I've seen pieces of it before. You know, once again, I'm see, you know what? So I, you... you you seen the uh, pieces that they broke off. Yeah, on YouTube. Bad parts. On YouTube. Remember, I'm the ADD guy. You know, why, yes, yes, I remember why would I spend an, an hour, half hour watching a show when I can watch the good parts like in, you know, in three minutes? You know, I mean, I can tell you all these movies I've seen that I can tell you pretty much all the good parts of the movies because I've never seen the whole movie. And it's like, for example, like there are certain movies that, you know, there's, you know, out of a two-hour movie, there's five minutes that are good out of the movie. You know, why waste an hour and 45 minutes or out of 55 minutes when you can watch the good part in, a, in five minutes on YouTube, right? You don't believe me. Term I believe you. Organic. I think that's one of them that you can... Uh, organic relating to... Uh, what does the term organic really mean? Organic 101. Oh, here we go. Okay, organic 101, what the USD organic label means. Okay, uh, here we go. Uh, amidst nutrition facts, ingredient lists, and dietary claims on food packages, organic might appear as one of more pers uh, piece of information to decipher when shopping for food. So understand what organic really means, blah, blah, blah. USD certified organic foods are grown and processed according to federal guidelines addressing, among many factors, soil quality, animal raising procedures, pest and weed control, and use of additives. Organic producers rely on natural substances, physical, mechanical, or biological-based farming methods to the fullest extent. 
Okay, physical, mechanical, and biological. Isn't that our? Isn't that all farming? Isn't it physical, mechanical, and biological? Isn't that physical? You know, you plant the stuff with a machine, mechanical, biological. You put some produce on it. Produce can be called organic if it's certified to have grown on soil that has no prohibited substances applied for three years prior to the harvest. Prohibited substances most include synthetic fertilizers, pesticides. In instances where a grower has to use a synthetic substance to achieve a specific purpose, the substance must first be approved according to the criteria to examine its effects on human health, blah, blah, blah. As for organic meat, regulations require that animals are raised in living conditions and accommodating their natural behaviors, like the ability to graze on pasture, fed 100% organic feed and forage, and not administered antibiotics or hormones. I mean, what does that mean? When it comes to processed multi-ingredient foods, the USDA organic standards supply specify additional considerations. Regulations prohibit organically processed foods from containing artificial preservatives, colors, or flavors, and require that their ingredients organic with some minor exceptions. For example, processed organic foods may contain some approved non-agricultural ingredients like enzymes in yogurt, pectin in fruit jams, or baking soda in baked goods. That's not right. I don't know. That is gluten-free. Yeah, but what is that? I don't know. What is, you know, isn't it amazing? It's like a buzzword is what it is. Here's what I find fascinating. It's like lactose intolerant. Think about this for a minute, Okay. We were born in an era where people are routinely living into their 70s, 80s, and 90s, right? Yeah. I mean, there's lots of people. You know, look yeah. at look at like look at the rock stars. They're still touring. They're like you know all these guys from the 60s. Yeah. They're, they're, they're like 92. Right. They're like you know Mick bear, Jagger. Right. Mick Jagger. He's like what is what is he? He's close to 80, isn't he? You know, I mean, I think he's like 78. Let me look at that. Um, okay. Which is surprising because he's led a not so easy life on his body well maybe that's good maybe it's mick jagger he is uh am i good or what oh i missed it by a year he's 79 he's 79 okay you go back 100 years he'd never made it to 79 uh-uh he'd be dead at like 50 you know uh-huh. i mean and and what's interesting about that is people talk about oh our life expectancy's gone down yeah right go back like 400 years you know like you know think about it Right through the St. Louis area, we have, matter of fact, there's a marker. I can tell you exactly where it's at. It's on the corner of Walton and Lackland. There's a marker right there in Overland, right next to a big water tank that dedicates its the Overland Trail. That's how Overland was named. People came to St. Louis. They came from the Overland. east. Overland? Yes. Well, they, they came from the east. They came across the Mississippi. They went into downtown St. Louis, which at the time was like three blocks wide. Uh, they bought provisions. They bought a, you know, they bought some horses. They bought some, some, you know, some food. They bought, you know, stuff like that. They bought a covered wagon, and they headed west. Okay. A good percentage of those people never made it. What happened to them? They died. They, you know, they they died of of malnutrition. They died of dehydration. They got shot by the Indians. You know, they got you know eaten by 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 you know by animals. You know, uh, they fell off of cliffs. They drowned in rivers. Okay, once again, the average age of someone like making it across the country, you know, was like eh, 30, 40 years old. Nowadays, you got people who are 90, 100 years old jumping on the planes, flying everywhere around the world. Right? I mean. I don't get it. people. Oh, life expectancy's going down. No, it's not. It's going up, right? Absolutely. You agree with everything I said, Mick Jagger? No, that's not true. I do not. <laughs> well, here it says it says Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger was born and grew up in in Datford, Dartford, England. He studied at the London School of Economics and 
took some special drugs that made him look really young, even though he's 79 years old. Jager's written most of his uh, Rolling Stone songs together with Richards, and they continue to collaborate musically and smoke a lot of dope together and do cocaine together, which inhibits, which keeps their, their faces looking young and, and enables them to jump around on stage and make lots of money. Right in Wikipedia, right there. Uh-huh. Well, they lied. <laughs> <laughs> You know, they need to uh, re- <sighs> revamp that one. Who's texting me? Somebody's mad at me again. I'm saying things people don't like. Um, what? Okay, here's I. I was screwed up. She's right. The smartest woman in the world. Of course, she's right. What I was referring. She says what you're referring to is natural versus organic. Organic is natural and non-GMO, but the opposite is not always true. So I can say that if I made like, for example, you know what I've always been tempted to do. Down oh, well, you know, only God knows what. Down at the crap transmitter site. You know, I'm, I'm there among all the farmers. And you know what? It's amazing. The farmers stop by whenever I'm at the transmitter site. The farmers, hey, Brad, how you doing? We're so happy to have you down here in, 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 in Washmo Valley. Oh, my God, we're so happy you got your radio station down here. Hey, anything we can do to help you out? I mean, they're really nice to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> do you know on the crap transmitter site, do you know uh-huh. that was a campground for Lewis and Clark? It was not. Was. No, it wasn't. And do you know that some of that prairie grass that grows on the crap transmitter site yeah. was originally planted by Lewis and Clark and Sacagawea? Did you know that? I did not know that. Yes, yes. They spent a couple of weeks there at the crap transmitter site. And they, they put that prairie grass in. That prairie grass down there, remember that was what, 1804 or whatever? 1804? That, pra- that prairie, prairie grass down there is heritage, what they call heirloom prairie grass. You know what? Uh huh. I think I'm going to open up a, a website, farmerbrad.com, and I'm going to go down there. I'm going to harvest some of that prairie Farmer grass. Farmer Brad. I'm going to sell Yeehaw. it. I'm going to sell it online as Lewis and Clark prairie grass. Okay. Okay. Who's going to stop me? No one. <laughs> because of the fact that how can they prove it's not true, right? How can they say, well, that's not true. I know for a fact. How do you know? Tell me where Lewis and Clark stayed. Show me, you know, show me where they stayed. How do you know that Lewis and Clark didn't, what they were really doing was they were really trying to get away from their wives and they really never left. They never really went up to, you know, they never went up to the Missis- the Missouri Funny River. going to the grocery store, I'll be <laughs> right. back in a sack. How do you know they just weren't getting out, of, getting out of their house for a pack of cigarettes and came back a couple years later? Oh, my God, honey, you wouldn't believe what I found. We found the Pacific Ocean. No, you didn't. I saw you. I know where you were. You were down at Jim's house for the last two years. Oh, no, no. I was blazing a trail, me and Mr. Clark and Sacagawea. I was I, blazing a trail. <laughs> I knew you were with another woman. You are with that Indian woman, Sacagawea. Oh. Oh, no, I wasn't. No, I had nothing to do with Sacagawea, although she's a hell of a partier. See, that's the truth of Lewis and Clark. I'm sure. (laughs) So you don't believe that they camped out at the transmitter site, the crap transmitter site? I do not. I've done excavations down there. I found Uh, stuff. Matter of fact, I found a stone that said, on this night, August 14th, 1804, Lewis and Clark slept here. I go, whoa, it's true. Because they thought they were all that in a bag of chips and people <laughs> would appreciate that. Well, they planted it there and... so they could tell their ex-wives they really didn't, you know, their wives, they didn't really go to Oregon or whatever. See, you know what's so crazy about this? How do we know? How do we know what they did? How do we know where Lewis and Clark went? How do we know that? There were no pictures. 
You know, if you go to court, that, let's say they took uh, Lewis and Clark still alive, and somebody took him to court and said, "Okay, we're going to take you to court. We got to prove that you really did this. You did this expedition along the Missouri River. Show us a picture of you and the Missouri River in Nebraska." Well, we don't have any pictures because they haven't invented the camera yet. Well, then, Your Your Honor, I vote for, I, I pray that you dismiss these charges and you call these people charlatans and throw them in jail because these guys really didn't go anywhere. We can't prove it. Think about that. How they? How do you know they were there? And by the way, how do they know where they were? There was no GPS back then. They couldn't, you know, pull out their phone and or their phone and go, okay, I'm on three miles west of Omaha. Sun. That's not accurate. It is absolutely no, accurate. No, it's not. Okay, Shelly, for a day, I'm going to take your phone away from you, and I'm going to say, okay, Shelly, what time is it right now? You will have to pry it from my cold, dead fingers. But you, so you're going to look up the sun and say, oh, it's 742 right now, Brad. Yeah, that's what, what I would do. What happens when it's at night? How do they navigate at night by the sun? Sun's gone. The stars oh, versus the moon. But back then, there was terrible pollution back then in 1804. No, there was not. <laughs> it was if anything, it was quite the There was terrible Thank pollution back much. in 1804. Those Indians were causing all sorts of problems. They were, they were, Them you know. Them and their smoke signals. <laughs> right, right. Woo. You know, all those teepees, you know, today <laughs> you couldn't do those teepee things. All that smoke coming out of those teepees, oh, my God. The EPA uh, would be there. Sir, uh, you know, your, your TPA is emitting too much particulate matter. Uh, we're going to have to shut your teepee down. But we're Indians. Oh, too bad, sir. Uh, we're the EPA and we're the federal government and we're saying that you're yeah. emitting too many smoke particles, right? Pretty much. <sighs> it's 743. So you really don't believe that my transmitter site is the old Lewis and Clark campground? Um, that would explain a lot of things. Yeah, it's true. 743. It is BS.show. You know, Petula Clark was just in St. Louis. She did the special version of downtown. Did you know this? I did not know that. When you're alone is like, and, and life is making you lonely and you want to get your car windows shot out, you can always go downtown. When you got worries, all the noise and the hurry seems to help you get your Kia or your, your Hyundai stolen. You could always go downtown. Just listen to the gunshots of the traffic in the city. Linger on the sidewalk where the homeless people will ask you for money. Where How can you lose? The lights are so much brighter there, except when the light bulbs are burnt out on Broadway and you can't see where you're going, and the guy puts a gun in your back. Downtown, downtown. They'll steal your hubcaps off your car while you're diving, driving down the street. Downtown, downtown. All the restaurants are closed because the city closed all the restaurants during the COVID lockout. Downtown, downtown. The only place still alive is is uh, Bush Place, whatever they call that. What is that? Ballpark Village. But yet that's because taxpayers keep it alive with the tax money. Downtown, downtown. It was great. You should have heard her. You can was go that the, from Mike Otten? You can go to the <laughs> you can go to the soccer it stadium. Was, wasn't you it? can go to the soccer stadium, but the lights won't turn on because they they've dug into the power supply and they can't get the the soccer stadium fixed. Downtown, downtown. You can go to <laughs> Union Station, but it's nothing but fish. Downtown, downtown. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was my cotton, wasn't it? That was me on top of my head, right? Pretty bad, Is right? that true? Yes, I'm just vamping on that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I thought that was Mike Cotton's my, my no, no. stuff for sure. No, that was yes, me. for sure. Me just off the top of my head. Think about how sad that is. I mean, my dad. What, the stuff off the top of your no, head? my dad used to work in downtown St. Louis. My dad talked about how. how Everybody's dad used to work downtown St. Louis. By the way. 
I failed to mention something very important. Today is Veterans Day. It is. For all the people, and men and women, and even going back into World War One and World War II, there were a lot of women who were involved in World War II. Yes, there was. Uh, a lot of women who flew planes, not necessarily in combat, but ferried planes around the world. Men and women, uh, you know, the greatest generation, the guys who up and, and uprooted their, their lives, like my father. A tribute to my father. My father graduated from high school in 1938. And his goal was to go to Washington University to study to be a civil engineer. But he didn't have any money. And his parents, because his father had left him when he was two years old. This is my father, true story. Father left him when he was two years old. He had a stepfather who didn't like my father. His mother didn't like my father because she reminded, because my father reminded her of her, of her previous husband. So my grandmother was very rude and nasty to my father and to me as well too. But that's a whole other story. So my dad graduated from high school in 1938. He got himself a job in South City for four years working as a machinist. He worked in a machine shop for four years and saved up enough money to go into Washington University. He signed up for Washington University, got accepted to Washington University, went to his first year of college. And a week before finals, this would have been fall of 1942, he gets a draft notice, shows up at the draft board, and he says, I've got a week till finals. Let me just take my finals, and then you can take me. I said, nope, sorry, you're in the Army tomorrow. Bang, gone, had to quit school. Went off, proceeded around the world, was in Europe, was in Africa, and after we defeated the Nazis, my dad was on a troop ship headed to Japan to invade Japan. He told me the story about how they went and they got into some really rough waters, some rough storms out in in uh, in the Pacific Ocean. Uh, the troop ship they were on, they were afraid it was going to sink. They grounded the ship on an island somewhere in the Pacific. All these soldiers were told to get off the the uh, the, sh- the 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 troop ship and go onto the beach and tie themselves off. They all gave them four tent pegs. Drive the tent pegs into the sand. Tie yourself off with ropes to the tent pegs so when the typhoon wind came by, it wouldn't suck you up and put you into the ocean. So the typhoon goes by, he's, you know, goes by, he's on the, on the beach, tied off, typhoon goes over their head. They get back into the boat, head toward Japan. We drop the nukes on Japan. Troop ship co- turns around, comes back to the United States. My dad's out of the Army. It's December 22nd. He's uh, puts on a troop train that goes from Seattle. That was a port of entry where he came back. Seattle jumped on a troop train, come back to the United States or come back to St. Louis. Christmas morning, 1945, gets off the train at uh, Jefferson Barracks in South County, South City, whatever you call it. Gets a bus token, takes the bus to his his uh, aunt's bar. Tanamutsi's bar on Broadway in North City, Fritz's Fine Foods, walks in the bar on Christmas Day because Tanamutsi was always open 365 days a year. No holidays for her. Place is packed on Christmas Day. My dad walks in in the army, or he walks in with his army uniform, and my aunt says to him, Soldier, you need a beer. That's the short history of my dad. How's that? And you know what? There are millions of stories just like that. I know. I love that. And sometimes it bothers me that what are we concerned about the military right now? Pronouns and 
transgender generals. Yeah, I know. We're the laughing stock of the world, hey, actually. The military is designed to do two things defend us, and by defending us, that could mean getting nasty, killing people, blowing things up. You know, I mean, unfortunately, look at the poor people in Ukraine. They didn't do anything wrong. Putin decides, eh, we want to have new Ukraine. So what he's doing invades. Yesterday I heard a report that they've lost, the Russians have lost 160,000 soldiers, either dead or are wounded, and Ukraine has lost like 100,000 soldiers dead or wounded and 40,000 civilians killed. How sad is that? That's pretty sad. Now, you know why Putin doesn't, doesn't do that to us? Why? Because we got an army and a navy and a marine corps and an air force and a space force and coast guard, and that's why they leave us alone. Well, so, it's certainly not because they're afraid of our commander in chief. Editorial comment by Shelley Barr. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, so think about that Veterans Day. Thank a vet. You know anybody you see? I was in a store the other day, and a guy was in his in his BDUs, and I said, "Hey, thank you for service." He looked at me, and says, "Hey, you're welcome." You know, so uh, thank a vet. Did you hug him? I usually hug. I did, and the guy pulled out his uh, M9 and filed a couple rounds at me and missed. Well, you have to ask permission. (laughs) Otherwise, you're a perv. (sighs) Okay, so Veterans Day, you know, the people. And you know what? You and I know quite a few veterans. I do. It's always interesting. My daughter, well, my bonus daughter. Yes, your bonus daughter, who's still in the Navy. What's she like? She's like an E, like an E forty-two by now, or something. It's yeah, like she's, she's like she's. she's a, I she, believe she's an E nine. Yeah, she's way up the and food chain. And she's a command yeah. senior. She's a command master chief. I think she's as high as she can get as a, as an enlisted. You know, I, um, I think there's one step. I think up, it, but there's there's only one of them in the country. I think that's the way it works. There's like an E ten or something like that, but there's only one of them. Yeah, I don't know. She was. I, I don't know. At some of our Chamber of Commerce meetings in the past, they've had a tribute to veterans, and it's amazing when they ask all the How veterans, many people stand up? Quite a few women, you know? Yes. And And quite a few women. I mean, you know, you and I know several of them. Christine Zika, you know, she was in... Uh, Nina D'Angelo. Nina D'Angelo, yeah. You know, uh, matter of fact, uh, your favorite guy, Bill Eigel, you know, him and his wife are both in the Air Force. Matter of huh? fact, Bill says hi, by the way. <laughs> hi, Bill. <laughs> so... Thank you to all our veterans, and I'm sincere when I say this. One of my regrets in life, and I have many, trust me, one of my regrets is life, I didn't join the Army. I didn't join one of the services. And there's a reason behind that, and my dad started behind that uh, because I almost got drafted, and I was ready to go. And matter of fact, I've told the story one time. I'll tell it again. I'm 25 years old, in the radio business, not happy. Things are not going well for me. I'm a young guy in the radio business. One day... I'm at home. I grabbed the yellow pages and I called the Navy recruiter and I said to him, hey man, I want to join the Navy. And he says, okay, tell me a little bit about yourself. I say, okay, I'm you know, graduate, high, graduate from high school. I have a bachelor's degree, a master's degree, a first class radio telephone. I'm an amateur radio operator. I'm a broadcast engineer. He hangs up on me. <laughs> I call back. I get the same recruiter. I go, dude, did you hang up on me? Yeah, this is a fake phone call. Hung up again. How about that? <laughs> I tried to join the Navy. They wouldn't take me. So did you proceed farther? I didn't. I thought, okay, if you get hung up on twice by the recruiter, <laughs> that means they don't want you, right? 
Boy, I guarantee now that would be a different story. You call in recruiters, they'd come over to your house and buy you lunch. Yeah, they would. You know they I mean? pinpointed you. Right, they'd come over. Hey! <laughs> they, they've accessed your phone yeah, and your location. Right. You need your grass cut? Let me go get my lawnmower. Sign these papers, right? They'd do anything to get you into service, which is sad. Okay, we gotta, we got to get out here. Shelly, I'm sorry that I got mad at you and kicked you off the air earlier. Really I apologize about that. It's my fault. Everything's my fault. Say goodbye. Bye, everybody. Have a great weekend. Peace and I fly. 7.59. Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning Show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive, LLC. See you soon.